0: Kiwi journalist Charlotte Ballas has taken up the government's offer of an MIQ spot in March so she can give birth in New Zealand. The MIQ spot was granted based on the risk factor of her current location rather than her medical needs, right? So she says she's disappointed this outcome, uh, therefore does not address all the other pregnant Kiwis who are trying to get home. Well, with us now is Alison Eddy from the New Zealand College of Midwives. Um, Alison, thank you for being with us. You've actually been campaigning since October last year for all pregnant citizens and their partners to be automatically offered emergency MIQ. What's the fight been like?
1: Well, I think um, people have had... um individual patchy success. I think, you know, um, Charlotte's point, we would agree with that, as you say. All pregnant we should have the right to return home. We would argue that it should be considered a you know particular condition that should be prioritised for MIQ.
0: What about, I mean, extremely good news for Charlotte, obviously, but unfortunately not actually based on the fact she's pregnant, but the fact Afghanistan is currently a risk.
1: That's right, and we would argue that... Um, You know, obviously, uh, giving birth and having a baby, it's a very important and crucial time in your life. And having the the support that you need, your family around you, the right to be in your country, um, you know, to have all those things, to support you to to have a child and to um, to bring that child into the world at a very important time, you should have the right to be here.
0: Her application uh, based on medical needs was declined because there was no evidence of scheduled treatment, allegedly. You know, why does the government not believe a birth is, you know, relatively scheduled?
1: Well, it's a mystery to us, and I think you know we have seen some success with the um, the advocacy we've been able to provide um, to an you know, organisation that's sort of set up to, um, or you know, you know, an advocacy grassroots advocacy group really that's been campaigning on individual um, basis for women to be able to have the right to return home. There has been some success, but you know, it does seem to be very patchy and not universally applied.
0: Do you think this
1: outcome actually achieves anything for the next pregnant
0: woman trying to get into MIQ? You know, do you think it has shed a light on it? Well, I
1: think it has definitely. I think probably a large number of the public weren't aware that this was the issue that you know a lot of people have been dealing with. I mean, of course, we might hear good news about the MIQ settings in the coming days. I believe the government has made a decision, and it, you know, it may be yeah. something that we don't have to worry about too long for too long. But um, it is a real concern that you know we're having um, families separated, women um, stranded overseas. I mean, the cost of giving birth in many countries is hugely expensive. You know, we oh, have yeah. a. Um, a publicly funded maternity system here and universal care. That's not the case in many countries that you would assume still have, you know, developed countries like the States, for example. It can cost tens of thousands of dollars to have a baby. It's simply unaffordable for many women. Exactly. Completely phenomenal. Uh, Mm. Thank you so much for being
0: uh, with us, Alison. Appreciate it. Alison Eddy, New Zealand College of Midwives.